Welcome to Sober, the podcast with your host Bradley Saxon. Disclaimer: I have no idea what he's about to say. Our objective really is to just get into your living room, mm-hmm. into your car, wherever it is you may be, and just offer up hope. Sober the Podcast is sponsored by the Bridge Center Recovery. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Sober the Podcast. My name is Bradley Saxon, and I'm here with a couple of my buddies, a couple of my friends, a couple of my colleagues, a couple of my employees, uh, many different hats we have to wear, fam here, and uh, we just want to give you a little idea of who we are, what we're doing, why we doing this, and... Uh, you know, the biggest reason is because I just celebrated 17 years of continuous sobriety, hey. which uh, is a miracle in itself because I can remember not even feeling like I could make it 24 hours. And these uh, other two cats I have with me, CJ Carlton and Adam Broom, both are in recovery. And I'm going to give them a second just to tell you a little bit about themselves and and sort of why their passion is for this thing called Sober the Podcast. CJ, why don't you kind of just share a little bit about why we do what we do, and then I'll share a little bit, and then we'll just kind of go from there. We do what we do because somebody did it for us. It's that simple. There was a time in my life where drugs and alcohol were the driving force of everything I did, and I never could break away from it. And I'm starting to learn now that recovery is about getting excited about God, that, that's really what this comes down to. Can I find a way to get excited about God and all that he's done in my life and, and begin to work this spiritual program of action uh, in my own life? And then if I'm doing it in my own life and it's actually giving me some results that's bringing about this new faith, this new outlook upon life, then I really want to give it to somebody else. And that's what we do here at the Bridge Center. We, we share our experience and our strength and our hope in the word of God with these guys. And, and it brings about a different outlook and a different perspective for for what their life really is. And, and I think one of the biggest problems for me uh, that I never really realized I had was that I had no purpose. There was no success. There was no accomplishment. There was nothing that really ever meant anything to me, even if I managed life well. And even if I thought I seemed to get it all right, I never really had any any real deep soulish uh, type of success uh, that only God brings into our life. And uh, so what we want to do here at the Bridge Center is give these guys a foundation uh, of Christ and begin to let them work that power from the inside out and, and clean out their past, clean out their closets, get those cobwebs off that have been uh, holding on to them for so long, and then you know make amends with people, make things right. Watch the power of God transform their lives when, when he gives you the courage to go up to somebody and, and make something right or, or pay your restitution or have a conversation that you never thought you were going to be able to have. And then when you start to experience all these things on your own, you start to really believe, man, like, like I have some freedom in life. I have the ability to do these things and, and this is exciting. And and I'm free from the, the use of drugs and alcohol. And then I can start actually showing somebody else how to do it. That brings purpose to my life. My life actually means something now is bringing life into the world. I'm packing into the stream of life. I'm not taking out anymore, and, and that's what we do, man. That's what Bradley helped me do. Um, it's not difficult. The greatest ideas in life are simple. Like these are simple. These are simple ideas. It's it's not easy to do this, but these things are very simple. And we're just excited to to go on this new journey of the sober podcast and and share some of our um, 
journey with you guys and maybe some truths that'll help help you in your day and bring some encouragement into your day. So what's up, Adam? What's up? So yeah, I would just echo a lot of what CJ said, but a lot of the situations that I found myself in the past, you know, six months is is figuring out that people are really just searching for peace and joy and all these other fruits of the spirit that I feel like for most of our lives we were just chasing. You know, we were chasing a feeling trying to produce things in our life that we really didn't know could actually happen organically and even just things personally that I've experienced the past couple weeks is you know like we're looking for a way to feel by searching for external things that can actually come within um, organically so there's just so much wisdom knowledge and discernment in these rooms here at the Bridge Center that I feel like Uh, people would actually enjoy just listening to conversations so that's what we're going to try to do here and I think here are the few words that the listeners heard that they potentially may not have any context to the Brit Center Recovery Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. Spiritual Program of Action Mm -hmm. these are probably three of the most important things that you'll begin to continuously hear and so, what is the Bridge Center Recovery? It's an inpatient treatment center yep. um, where we are fortunate to be able to offer a safe and structured environment for men to come and find rest, which Adam, being a resident of, alumni, and also now hired as an operation manager, CJ, being an outpatient alumni, who I was fortunate enough to um, be able to pull on this journey and make my men's director, and then, obviously, some uh, men in the past that had carried the vision to me, outlined a spiritual program of action, taught me about God, taught me about these things we're going to talk about. And our objective really is to just get into your living room, mm-hmm. into your car, um, wherever it is you may be, and just offer up hope, answer questions you might have. Hopefully, our experiences can offer hope and, and, and strength to your day. Uh something that can bring a quality of life to you. And, uh, you know, we love what we do, and we know that there's many people that may not end up where we ended up inside the walls of a treatment center that we hope that we could take the culture of this treatment center through this microphone into your car and hopefully possibly impart something to you that could change your life forever. And, uh, you know, here's the disclaimer, truthfully, is we are not perfect. And nothing that we're going on this podcast to transmit is perfection. Everything that you're going to hear come out of our our mouth is pain that has become our wisdom through correction. And um, that's just how we've learned. And it's been many of the paths we've chosen uh, that's um, allowed us to experience the level of maturity that we're experiencing in this season and so we just want to come on here and freely give it to y'all right guys just good let's give it to them man let's just pour our hearts out let's just share what it is god's laying on our heart and let's just pray like let this pierce the heart of the listener Mm -hmm. you know let this make it into the trap house somehow god Mm -hmm. like let this make it onto the cd player 
You know, Swifty mm-hmm. told me one day we did the podcast. He said he got in his car, didn't hook it up, and every day it would show up on the CD player, the Bridge Center Sessions podcast. And he did. He said, I don't even know how it's popping up. Like, <laughs> God, do that. Like, you know, like, we don't need popularity. We got Jesus. That's it. That's we it. don't need views and likes. Like, we have Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, God, take this message and take it to the hopeless. Mm-hmm. You know, get this message to those that were where we were, people that got needles in their arms, mm-hmm. people smoking crack right now. Lord, our, our prayer is that you make a way for this message to get in their heads, get in their hearts, and transform their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done it for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're recovered, bro. Yep. Like, we don't live day by day struggling to fight drinking and using. You've removed that desire. Mm-hmm. So, God, this is an attempt to utilize this podcast to encourage people in the beginning of the journey, in the middle of the journey, at the end of the journey. Like, hey, man, uh, this ain't the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, you can get through this. Like, you don't have to drink. You don't have to use. Like, let our experience be your wisdom. And, and, and that's our hope and our prayer for this podcast. Yes, yes. You know? I think the hope, too, is, is not just for those who are struggling with, with drugs and alcohol, but also those who just want to, to live more sober-minded. You know, like Peter talked about in, it was it First Peter 5? Yeah. Would you think that would relate to good judgment? Absolutely. I think that is, when I think of sober-minded, I think of good judgment, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I, I think of being alert, mm-hmm. aware of my surroundings, mm-hmm. self-awareness, knowing my weaknesses, mm-hmm. being able to provide boundaries that, that put me in situations where my weakness uh, is going to chew me up and spit me out, you know? Yeah. And I think another thing, too, is just learning to live by our principles, to learn to live a disciplined, structured life that is guided by the principles that we've learned that come from the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And you're preaching, bro. How many seasons have we been in where we said something like this? God, get me sober. Yeah. God, take yeah. me out of this trap house. Yeah. And I think sometimes what happens is we're in seasons where God is expecting discipline and uh, we're asking him to get us out of them. And God, get me out of this season. God, get me out of this. God, and, and I think we're in a season where God don't want to get us out. He wants us to learn to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's hard in recovery because think about where we were six months ago, a year ago, 10 years ago. Like, it required a level of discipline. It don't now. We're living in the harvest of a lot of days we sowed with tears. Yes. A lot of days we were disciplined with no results. Yes. And so, like, today I get to live in the peace, but it wasn't something that came overnight. It wasn't something that was a TV dinner. It was something I cried many a days and did when other people didn't do it back to me. Yeah. Learning to train my mind. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's the one thing about sobriety is it's definitely not an overnight matter. It's not a TV dinner fix. It's more like a, I like to call it a crock pot. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. crock pot on low. Yeah, for I was sure. just having a conversation with a lady on the phone, and she was asking me how long I've been sober. And when I told her, she was like really surprised because you know we've had conversations over the past couple of months, and she was talking about how wow God's really elevated you in a quick amount of time. And when she said that, like I corrected her, like it might look that way from the outside looking in, but for me it it, it didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like I felt like an underground seed for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Because I was listening to the voice, like learning how to discern the voice of God, doing what he told me to do. And there was some lonely times, you know, like I, I was in the moments. Looking back over it, it might look like it happened really quick. But for me, I felt very lonely in a lot of those days. And I felt like I was, you know, maybe I was in a microwave, but I felt I felt like it went by very slow because I was watching all these other people around me 
just move on with their lives. Mm-hmm. Go back and do this, do this, do this, do this, because they're trying to hurry up and get back to life. And I'm, and I'm just doing the same old things. I felt like. Mm-hmm. I think you could, you could say there's truth in the fact that recovery is not really about the quantity of days. Yeah. It is about the quality yes. of recovery. We are what you would hear people say wiser than our years. And I think that's just because the Spirit of God moved in. That's it. He's beginning to work. And though it's slow to us, there are people that spent years living the American dream, you know, trying to be successful, that hasn't obtained the quality of life we have, not externally, but internally. Yes. Like what we're talking about isn't sustaining a life externally. Yes. What we're talking about is how to sustain a spiritual life that's internally. That's right. Like how not to be driven by emotion, how not to be stricken by fear, how not to make uh, irrational decisions or resentment. Like, we're talking about uh, comfortability in our souls. Yes. That when I lay down tonight, I might have $2 in my name, but it is well with my soul. Yes. That when I lay down tonight, I may not know how my bill's going to get paid this week. And I'm working a 9-to-5 job, and it ain't making a whole lot, but I got a new employer, and it is well with my soul. That's right. Like, I'm trying to train my mind to believe what the Spirit of God is telling me. Mm-hmm. And here's the trouble. My Spirit is telling me, but my mind is fighting. Yes. Because I've got this ulterior way that I probably could make this fear go away, make ends meet, and yes. I have to trust God. Yes. You know, so like being in that slow cooking pot of, I trust you, God. I have no feelings in distrusting you. Yes. I have doubt that's present. Can I say that? Yes. Can I say that you can have faith yes. and doubt be present yes. and that doesn't mean that faith is absent? That's right. Like, that's right. I would be more scared of you being certain. Yes. Because I think the opposite of faith and doubt, I think it's certainty. certainty. And right. I think that then that requires no decision based on the fact that God's got to show up or I'm in trouble. That's right. You know, so... Um, I think that you can operate in faith and there be the presence of doubt, but I think that's with everybody. Yeah. But as we continue to live by these principles, put one foot in front of the other, I think over time God shows us, like, that worry was for nothing. Yes. Like, (laughs) and that's how he unwires our brain. Yes. Gratitude, small moments of him coming through, him winking at us, showing up in many different ways. He's just one day at a time just unwiring our brain to worry and rewiring it to be grateful and to be present. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thankful for that. And I just want to share it with whoever wants to listen to that's it. That's right. So that's right. That's sort of where we're at today, guys. And, you know, we thank you for coming in and taking your time. We know time is something that you can't really get back. And so uh, we're honored you to spend this small amount of time with us hearing and listening to our experiences. And we truly pray that it, it, it does add a quality of Uh, life to you and adds value to your life thanks for listening to today's episode of sober the podcast follow us on instagram and twitter at sober the podcast